0: A
1: girl crashed into my car outside the pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to set the scene. I want to make sure I'm. It was the same during page. the day. She saw a fish symbol on my car and said, "You're a Christian. You have to forgive me." What? So she wouldn't pay me for the accident. You she could made have just been
0: me. A fisherman. There's so? <laughs> a bunch of assumptions happening there. You could have just been a fisherman. It had, bought the, car. It had the Greek word. For <laughs> <laughs> well, she, so she's driving along. She sees a fish. She reads Greek, which is convenient.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're getting it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of This Catholic Life, conversations about life's ups and downs, big and small, how we deal with every situation imaginable, whatever life throws at us, but still manage to be sensible, practical and joyful. Today's show is about self-defence, a conversation about when it is permitted in Catholic understanding, when it's likely and to what lengths can we go to defend ourselves, both physically and legally, and of course, just in terms of our good name. I'm joined today by Beth and Ben. Welcome.
2: g'day pete thanks for having
1: us no problem self-defense um now firstly we should define what we're talking about here self-defense is when we come under attack in some way either physically or uh you know just in conversations or perhaps even legally is it okay to defend ourselves because there are some pacifists and people who believe christians should never retaliate against violence or against attacks like christ didn't respond to the accusations when he was going to the cross, and he also didn't respond physically to people hurting him, so shouldn't we follow that rule?
0: Well, yeah, but didn't he also, like, destroy the insides of a temple at one point? No. <laughs> he
1: didn't destroy the insides. He, he flipped some he, tables he, he and made He got
0: angry it, at some things inside. Yeah,
1: and he drove them out with a whip. So, yes. There you go. Yeah, so he, he <laughs> did Defense get Defense of uh, his house. Interesting, it wasn't defense of him, and well, except that he's God. It was, it was in response to a misuse of God's house. And explicitly, they were misusing God's house by putting a price on access to God's presence. Right.
2: Well, I think it answers it straight up. You can retaliate if you're defending something greater than yourself, Ooh. Uh, but it changes when you're defending yourself.
1: I don't know, because e- even if I'm only defending myself, I'm still defending something greater than myself in that. The defence of human life is more than just me. (laughs) True, very true. We got you,
0: didn't we? We're just going to leave. It's not a gotcha gotcha moment, otherwise we'll have some self-defence happening in (laughs) the studio.
1: In terms of actual physical self-defence, I mean, I'm a little bit, I have to declare my interest here and say that for some time I was in martial arts um, uh, because I got mugged four times in my young life. Four. Four times. What now, are you doing? partially, it was being being very stupid. That's I said, "What? <laughs> at which one did you start to go? Maybe it's me." <laughs> I, I was a country lad. I came to the city. I really didn't have an understanding of the dangers of the city life. I had what back then was called a Walkman, so iPods now, and I used to like to go for walks late at night. And that was probably a bad idea. <laughs>
2: Down to Pandan alleys. <laughs> and I went
1: through several Walkman because people liked my Walkman enough that they wanted to punch me and take it away from me. But the, the last couple of times were actually on a very busy metropolitan train station in the daytime, on my way to work. So, yeah, one was with a knife, one was just with a threat um, – I don't know if they had a weapon, but they threatened to have one. And I thought, this is about time to actually learn to defend myself in case I can't just walk away. I don't mind giving money or something like that, but to actually be in danger worried me more.
2: Yeah, maybe you should start insuring your walkman to get, <laughs> get pretty decent payouts over this.
1: Well, I don't walk late at night at all <laughs> in the city anymore. And, and I've seen since then, I've seen many situations similar and because I'm now aware of them and one of the first things I learned in my self-defense classes was being aware of your surroundings and just not putting yourself in dangerous situations. So just don't, don't seek those confrontations. But if you get into, like if you want to go and shoot pool, for example, you're going to come into a situation where someone's trying to pick a fight. Over pool?
0: Yeah.
2: Again, <laughs> where not are, you, a pool are, are you playing? are you here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is this competitive? Is there money involved? What's Usually going on? they want
1: to, but just someone with an ego and a tight black shirt flexing their latest gym. Was that you I was playing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to lie. Last time I did play pool, there was a woman that threw a, a bat stool at someone right. else. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, there's a lot of egos in places like Why that. Why did you throw this screw back? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, was that you, Ben? <laughs> yeah, I think we're moving on too quickly.
1: <laughs> one, of my, one of my best mates, um, he's actually been on this podcast, was a t- king hit from behind out of nowhere. No actual response or anything. And we've seen uh, in the city, in the CBD, they had to deal with a, a spate of these things where people just came at someone for the thrill of king hitting them. So and now admittedly, they were out at night, but, it, I mean, my friend had a child in his arms. It wasn't like he was out partying with friends mm. or something. And there's a, there is actual danger. We often forget this in, in a city of this so-called civilization, that there are still people who will use violence to get things they, they want or just to get the thrills. So being able to defend yourself is, is a skill that's still necessary, um, at least for some of us. Well, Beth's a black belt, so I'm sure she has <laughs> something to offer. <laughs>
2: Yes, I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's go with that because a lot of Catholics would say of martial arts, oh, it's a spiritual thing and mm. you shouldn't get into it and all that sort of thing. I only went to Greenbelt because my Protestant friends gave me the hoo-ha about uh, the spirituality of it. I, what do
2: you think? You know, so I, yeah, I did martial arts. I did uh, I did karate for six years and not once in those six years did I ever hear anyone mention the idea that there might be something a little bit concerning with mixing Catholicism and the sort of Eastern spirituality that underpins martial arts. I think that might be because there's a pretty obvious separation of the spiritual and the physical with martial arts in the West. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most people treat it as a form of uh, exercise, self-defense. You never really see anything beyond that. There's no sort of underlining Taoism or I don't even know what spirituality it is, Mm. to be honest. Um, Depends
1: which country it comes from, because there's, there's Korea and there's still all the others, yeah.
2: Yeah. The problems, say, that Catholics have with yoga are never Catholics that are presented with martial arts. Right. And I find that very interesting.
1: Yeah, that is that is interesting. Hmm. I mean, I we did karate, which I think is Japanese-based. Um, yes. And there Apparently
2: was a... Indian, but I dispute that. Okay. It's Japanese.
1: Well, the, the, the guy that taught us was definitely from the Japanese spirituality, hmm. and there, there was a kind of a spiritual realm to it, but I just simply prayed. I mean, Mm. focused. What I found most about it, and this has surprised me because I went in for the self-defense, but what I found was there's a lot of self-discipline. Yes. And being able to be aware of my surroundings became the big issue and being aware of my own capacity and operating the best I can with my capacity. And I saw quite small people and and, and slim people able to do things you wouldn't expect them to be able to do because they had this self-discipline and self-control. The other thing it is is that I often see people accidentally, like very, especially very strong people, accidentally overdo it. Whereas yeah. the self discipline of martial arts means that you choose if you want to to how how far it goes, kind of thing. Mm. So it's it's very Christian in that understanding.
2: You're just very switched on. You're very aware. The mental discipline certainly helps with things like you know just exercising virtue and mm. knowing when to say take a step back from a situation, not Very necessarily good. a physical one, but, you know,
1: yeah.
2: verbal interactions with people or, or whatever.
1: Hmm. Um, the first thing my karate instructor said to me is the f- best way to not get hurt is not be there. Hmm. And if, if there's a door and there's someone threatening you, just walk out the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you only you only do this if you're actually either defending the innocent or if you are the innocent one being defended. It's interesting. I'd like to come back to whether it's okay to defend yourself if someone's just trying to rob you you property and personal health is actually a good which is worth defending yes and this isn't about uh, me responding i mean if someone wants to attack me for being a christian that's a slightly different thing to someone just generally speaking having it got me just in terms of my body or in terms of my stuff interesting i had throw this case study out there a girl crashed into my car Outside the pool hall. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to set the scene. I want to make sure we're on it was the same during thing. the day. She saw a fish symbol on my car and said, "You're a Christian. You have to forgive me." What? So she wouldn't pay me for the accident. You she made have been me a fisherman. So? <laughs> it's a bunch of
0: assumptions happening there. You could have just been a fisherman. It had Bought the car. It had the Greek word for. <laughs> well, she's, so she's
1: driving along. She sees a fish. She reads Greek, which is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's like,
1: "You're getting it." <laughs> basically, she had she'd seen the symbol, knew it was Christian, and said, "Aha, he's an out," and and th- tried to enforce my the, her idea of pacifism on me. And and basically, she ended up refusing to pay. But the point is, is that um, she assumed that I was never allowed to defend myself even legally. Now, it's interesting. I have defended myself legally on several occasions where it was just a normal, ordinary human versus human kind of dispute. But where I was directly attacked, legally and personally, and sometimes physically for becoming Catholic, I chose not to defend myself, because I thought the defense may end up sending the wrong message about being a Catholic.
0: I think it depends on the level of defense. Some of my friends, whether jokingly or otherwise, when I started to become Catholic, would, would make their comments, and there was an extent to which I'd push back. Okay. But never to the point of aggression, never to the point of, well, screw you. Then. Like mm. like it was always a sort of, well, no, this is right. So I'm going to, I'm not yeah. just going to let you run over me sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I'm not talking about just someone having a go. They did have a go. Mm. I'm talking about they actually published lies about me and called me dishonest and uh, deceitful and also sued me. Yeah, I mean, me. the truth hurts, Pete. They sued, me. <laughs> <laughs> they sued me for quite a lot of money getting back their seminary costs, um, and ah, okay. they, uh, oh. they actually banned Lutherans from talking to me at that time. Oh, my um, gosh. So okay. it wasn't just a line. I wonder who it was. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so vague. <laughs> <laughs> so it was clear that they really didn't like what I was doing, and, they, and it came at me. Now, I understood where it was coming from. It was coming from a position of hurt, and it was a reaction to the idea of the truth behind Catholicism or not of Catholicism. Mm. And hence I thought defending myself in that situation would have sent the wrong message and in fact perhaps stopped people being able to approach me later about it. So I just decided not to go into self-defense mode. But I'm quite happy if someone has a go now to respectfully, firmly hold my ground on basic human uh, goods such as human life, the good name of people, etc. Um, people have had to go at, for example, Cardinal Pell, and he stood his ground and went through the proper processes and stuck to his ground. And he, now, I mean, I just read another article recently that he's been interviewed again uh, saying that it was, it was tough and he under good, under went quite a few nasty things and he just peacefully held his ground on that. Mm. So,
2: But he didn't let himself get trodden tram- on either, trampled.
1: He, he didn't, but he, he had to endure quite a lot. Before he got to the end part, there's one of the things that I'm concerned about is that when we talk about self defence, it often means an excuse to attack. Sure, Do you know what I mean. So there's lots to of to retaliate say, beyond a reasonable exactly, measure. to something. retaliate. That's sure. a good word. Yeah. So it like if someone says something nasty about me, that justifies anything I might say in return to them.
2: I don't know. I remember there's a bit in a Bible where. God says eye for an eye or something. So, yeah, I'm yeah, all right
1: with that. Let, let's go there. That, that was Donald Trump's favorite text, in <laughs> fact, when he was asked. So when he said that, I, I scoffed because uh, he said it in terms of let's get some vengeance. But the eye for an eye text in the Bible is about limiting vengeance to mm. just retribution. Yes. So back in those days, as we have it recorded in the earlier part of the Pentateuch, the common response was to go over and, like if you mess with one of me i take seven of you mm. um, and the eye for an eye was to say proper no. mafia stuff out of wasn't <laughs> it <laughs> it is and and so the, the biblical response was response justice needs to respond exactly to the proportion that is required and then we, we have it in our courts so theoretically the judge makes a proportionate response to yes. the damage that's done so that's what eye for an eye is about and perhaps it's a good you know, you only respond insofar as is necessary.
0: See, I I studied policing back okay. when I was younger, and we we looked at the self defence laws in New South Wales, right? And so my my reasoning for not going beyond what I need to is that I'm terrified of being arrested, right? So it very clearly <laughs> say, it very clearly states in uh, in the self defence laws that um, I'm going to get the wording wrong here, but. Eliminate the threat. Right. Once the threat's gone, you're done. Anything you do beyond that, that's now a new crime that you're perpetrating. So if you attack me, I can do anything I need to, to get rid of the threat that you're, Mm. um, but it has to be just. So if you're coming at me this way, if you go at a a cop with a knife, he will shoot you because you're a threat, you're done. Mm. He can't then, you know, go over. If he shoots you and you're down, then he puts his gun away and he comes and tries to help you. Right. He can't just keep shooting until right. you're gone, that sort of thing. So yeah. if I'm coming at you with a fist and you pull out a gun, it then there's down. a... Yeah. 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 So
1: it's interesting. That's, I think that might be considered a, an interpretation of the Catholic understanding of self-defense because we can defend the innocent against an unjust aggressor. Yes. And you probably bang on it because
0: in this particular law... I can do that. If you run it, our producer Mike here, with a knife and I happen to have a gun, I can eliminate the threat on his behalf. Yeah, see, a Catholic would
1: say if... Well, don't pull out your gun, but... If yeah. the only way to stop me is the gun, sure. Yes. So if I'm looking at the fellow who's in the Port Arthur Massacre, down the rifle, mm-hmm. I'm a sniper, I get the go-ahead, I can pull the trigger as a Catholic uh, and not necessarily be a sin in that sense because I'm defending the innocent against an unjust aggressor. hmm And I can use force up to that which is necessary to prevent Mm -hmm. the damage. Now, if it's possible to take his knee out. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to hit someone's knee. It's very (laughs) difficult. But if it is possible. I,
0: um, I went clay shooting. Uh, oh, a few wow. weeks ago, you
1: hit someone's knee. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, so and I was trying too. No, um, no but I went clay shooting first time I'd ever actually held the gun. Yep, um, and fired a gun, and I realised how hard it is to hit anything. Yes, and yeah. particularly shotgun shells um, yep. over thirty metres. They can hit. They have about a metre. Yeah. yeah, but they don't do much
1: damage at that rate.
0: But no, but the, the point I'm saying, like even at thirty at thirty metres, with a metre of yep. chance of hitting it, with however many dozens of little pellets are in there. I was missing like crazy. Yeah. If I am in a situation where the only option I have to protect my life or someone else's is to shoot,
1: um, then I'm not going for me. It's one of the reasons yeah. it's a very good thing that we don't have guns lying around in Australia is mm. that we know that in places where there are just lying around, people make those decisions poorly in, in general. And mm. I, I loved the story in Australia of the man who... Just been sentenced, actually, but he unfortunately killed a young lady and attacked another lady in the street here in Sydney, it's and really he was stopped. Story for you to love.
0: Yeah, I, was just
1: I love this. About. This is the part. Of it. Okay, here we go. Sorry, star- right. is that a passerby neutralised him by putting a milk the crate oh, over yes, his head? Yes, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's Australia. That's that, Australia. I mean, <laughs> in America, he would have been shot several times, but he's put down and he's he's in jail where he should be now, and and hopefully he's receiving the treatment that he needs, but. In terms of a response, it's too easy to go over the top when we have that option. In terms of um, defense, the Catholic view is you take the the minimum amount of violence necessary to get you to the point of self-defense. Now, as we mentioned with self-defense classes, the first thing they teach you is get out of there. You know, if, if, if it's a matter of just removing yourself from the circumstances. Um, one of the things I notice is that almost every fight I've ever witnessed or been involved in, it's been a, someone who could have left but didn't. Like there's been an ego involved and they've, mm-hmm. or they've pushed it in some way or anger or something.
0: Yeah, I'd say most of the... the quote-unquote fights I've been in have been while playing sport (laughs) when you're you're already kind of hyped up you know adrenaline's already going and some guy turns around and pushes you or something
1: you go
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it it takes someone and it's funny because every single one of my teammates that I play with would pull me away if I was the one getting angry really and if someone else is getting angry we'd all pull him away it's sort of like this uh, collectively understood thing
1: that when you're in the moment you will take care of yourself. this is (laughs) the thing about self defense I mean I think there's a legitimate self-defense of your good name if someone's slandering you. But far, far too many times, it's actually not. It's just an ego thing. People defend themselves because they, they feel like they've been shamed or, or perhaps even just mocked in some way. I used to use that on the, this is getting off track, but I used to use this on the football field all the time. You just talk back to someone or even, I wouldn't even have to say anything. I'd just giggle at them. <laughs> whenever they got the ball and, and kicked it away from me, I'd just go, <laughs> And they would take, like, the guy with the biggest ego on the field is all, almost always the best player, and you take him out because within three minutes he's had a swing at me, he's the clocked time. me, and he's got the card, and he's off the
0: field. Yeah, a lot of the time I was the guy with the biggest ego, and I definitely wasn't the best player out there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at least you're honest.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, but if that's if his ego's a weakness and he does Well, I mean, me
0: off, we, we sort of... I don't want to say learnt because that's the wrong – there was no lessons on it. But you sort of learn that playing cricket where it's not a physical game. I can't – you know, if mm. someone says something to me, I can't walk over and start pushing him or something. like. Mm. So you find other ways to do it. And cricket's actually kind of a, a bad game for that because it's you and ten of your mates and, like, that one guy, that in, one the guy in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> the <it's, laughs> so, like, it's, I was uh, an it's not always batsman. fair, but –
1: I was an opening batsman mm-hmm. in cricket and not, I mean, I wouldn't do it now, but so yeah, you're psyching, everyone's yep. psyching everyone else. So it's basically an extended psych out section.
0: My my brother was my coach when I was playing juniors right.
1: and he one day
0: thought it would be funny. Mum didn't, but he thought it'd be funny to put me at silly point, which if you don't know cricket is the one who stands about a meter away from mm, the bat. It's very silly. Yeah. yeah. It's a really well named position. <laughs> anyway, I learned there that I didn't really have to say much. I could just look at a person and mm-hmm. just sort of, a little smirk because the ball was coming in, and that was enough to undo them. <laughs> yep. So you you do learn in cricket other ways to oh. <laughs> unnerve. Has this <laughs> talked
2: into a yeah. uh, turned into a podcast this on is how it about to
0: people? people. Into <laughs> this is how to be able to use self defence. <laughs> <laughs> if You want to practice?
1: Uh, we I wonder how many times though self defence. The best self defence is not to respond. Like if someone's puffing their chest out in those pool halls that I mentioned or, or angry in road rage or something, the best thing to do is not respond because there's almost no response that will de-escalate the situation.
2: You're not going to be able to calm them down. They don't want you to. It's just- <laughs> exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah. Although you say that, but playing sport, there has been times where I've managed that. Okay. Where, and for whatever it is, you make some sort of joke or something. Or, you know, there's always... The good one is the ref, because he's no one likes him. So we mm. can both agree <laughs> that he sucks.
1: right? So I'll make, <laughs> I'll make a joke about
0: him, and then suddenly we're laughing, and everyone's calmed down, and you go the rest of the
1: game. and, and I'll just say, look, mate, we're not playing for Australia here. <laughs> this well, is a Saturday game. Then we you're not all... playing hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problems I had was when I was, playing, <laughs> when I was playing... stations are on the line. When I was playing A-grade... People played as if they were one step short of national selection. You go, Dude, seriously, this is a Saturday sport. Just get. I played one season of, of
0: rep cricket when right. I was, it was under sixteens, And uh, oh, everyone went up and like, mm. we, we're going to make it. No, we're playing at Hawkesbury. Right. Uh, you know, we're a bunch <laughs> of 15-year-olds. <laughs> We've got a whole lot of – and look, some people did, yep. but most of them – no, yeah. tradies, teachers, very what proud you usually of,
1: are out there, yeah. <laughs> very proud of my son, my second son, who played soccer at the highest level in local comp and kept getting asked to go to rep level mm. and um, kept refusing and said, no, I don't want to, no, because they're, they're all serious. Yeah. I, I, I mm. want to kick the ball with my mate. He was very good, but he just, he probably still is, but he just wasn't interested in the ego trip, so.
0: I remember playing soccer. There was a club competition where each club in in the the district was asked to put up a team right. made up of, of everyone from the different teams. You weren't allowed to be your, your prem players. Like you had to be just the regular, anyone from 16s up and me and one of my mates were in the under 17s. We got asked to be part of it and we went and we ended up playing a team that was top level, all their rep players that they'd filled it with. Mm-hmm. And we were there with a bunch of the over 35s <laughs> who, and we had, we got absolutely walloped. It was like yep. eight or nine nil. Yep, We had the Best time because these guys just kept cracking <laughs> jokes. They didn't get like, you know, and they they kept they would openly say to us, "We're not going to run. You guys are sixteen. You run." <laughs> <laughs> so we were exhausted, but we were laughing. It was the best uh, game, ever, and we annoyed the other team, mm. who did start to get
1: aggressive and yep. and in our faces because we were having fun. Yeah. They're not taking, their egos weren't being take, taken seriously. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But in, in some respects, a good defense, I still say a good defense is to either stand away and not provoke or sometimes humor. You mentioned humor uh, is a good defense. And so, sometimes, um, this is something perhaps, Beth, we could talk more about. One thing martial arts does is prepares you for situations. So because quite often we make bad decisions because we're in a, a high-tense yeah, situation the moment. and yeah. we're like well oh, what do i do and we don't usually respond and mm. what martial arts does is prepares you for all kinds of situations so you know exactly what a, a good response is and yes. muscle memory even but we can do that socially too we can prepare ourselves socially for when someone says x i'm just gonna be mm. and it's happened to me accidentally almost when people have a go at me for having a big family It's a constant having you know don't you know what causes that? And having some lines yeah. to come back which diffuse the situation rather than provoke it. Um, thinking about people having Catholics, how am I going to respond in each situation? It's
2: like a, yeah, I mean, you take a look at high-pressure jobs like, uh, like paramedics and the way they deal with situations is the rush from the hospital to the scene. Mm-hmm. It's a flurry, it's a frenzy. But the moment they arrive on the scene, they slow down, they don't run, they yep. walk, yep. They, they're calm, you know, like, it's, and, it's that and the mental drive preparation back has to be yes. stable
1: yes yeah so and, and our adrenaline's pumping so hard when we get to the scene and I'm not just talking about paramedics there but you' mm. you're an analogy for everything our adrenaline's pumping so hard we've got to almost deliberately wind mm. ourselves down and take a take a deep breath yeah Self-defense is legit but it's something to remember next time you're playing cool Pete <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can
0: run to get there, mate, but you've got to take a breather when you do.
1: I've never... I've just hit him with some humor. I haven't been in a pool hall since I got married, so... Which is probably a good thing. <laughs> Did you get married in a pool hall? No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, that's probably enough. <laughs> My wife needs to... Yeah, She'll want me to clarify that. Yeah, wow. um <laughs> That's it for this week's discussion. If it got to you thinking or arguing or coming in to attack us, we'll be ready to defend ourselves. <laughs> no, um, you can tell us what you liked or didn't like or what we missed in this discussion. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, and uh, write us a review on iTunes. Remember, this is an Australian Catholic podcast. We think that's an idea worth getting behind. So are your friends. We'll be back next week, but that's all for now. Thank you for listening to This Catholic Life.